On this week's episode of Miracles and Rivalries, we talk football news because football is back. We give some gambling goals for the season. We'll dive into some college football futures, which include conference championships, college football playoff, and Heisman. We'll cap it off with week zero picks because football is back. Let's ride. I see your dirty face really good that's uh I didn't a great way to start a show i appreciate you for that you really crashed the hell out of the plane here i did uh, i, I they, they did they did call me pilot um moving hey, along. Week it's zero. uh it's football season officially we, we've made it we have made it we are um, here yeah uh i i we do we have any news we didn't even <laughs> don't even I, know I'm we have too news. jazzed about week zero to really give a rip about the rest of the news i, I just will Cover it next week if anything comes up. Um, I've spent all day diving into week zero picks. I have squeezed the all the juice I can out of seven games, what, seven or eight games. I have like 13 picks on the board mm. this weekend. Like I have squeezed it for mm. all of its worth right now. Mm. But uh, no, we're going to do some, some conference previews. We're going to give our, our projected conference winners and uh, see how wrong we are this year. I was... I was I did okay last year. I kind of remember roughly, but I didn't. Uh, you know, I did not. I, I uh, it's so, so goofy. I'm talking to this uh, this speaker, but the, the, it's not even connected. Oh it's yeah, a, that's good. It's, it's a prop. Yeah, we're um, on a new platform, a new system tonight. We are we are advanced. That's a. I feel like that's a stretch to say we're, we're advanced. Will's using nationwide funds to fund the podcast. <laughs> is that big if true? Big, it's it is big if true. Um, so you mentioned the week zero picks. I only have three, and now I'm feeling a little self conscious. So I, while we go over stuff, I'm going to make another pick because I don't want to be left out. The it, it's not the size of the card. It, it's how the card works. Okay. It's what you get from the card. It's not the size of the card. Okay. So, so it's about the I motion of the just, ocean of the card. Well, I just like hopped that. on our, our really safe offshore gambling site and I clicked on football and I just noticed they already have NFL week one lines, but yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't need to get distracted. I know they've probably been out, but I'm just now looking at but them. No, I'm, now that we're, it, we're wrapping up the preseason and uh, yeah, you kind of have an idea of injury news. Yeah. Uh, I know I have a couple of, I think, what we got fantasy drafts coming up this next week, so we do. now you can probably safely look at week one lines at this point. Um, hey, don't worry about three. Three's average. That's an that's an average card for this slate. That's a uh, make it. There's four. nothing wrong because you know sometimes thirteen's too big. That's some have, some have said that. Uh, some I'm adding one that. more. I'm adding one more to my card. Um, as I type out right now. I uh, don't even know about this, but we're gonna just we're gonna roll with fire. it. Fire, fire away. Uh, fire one away. thing I wanted to get to before we jump into conferences, and this isn't even a news piece, but what is as as a gambler, what is your goal for the fall? What's the hmm. what's like, like <clears throat> kind of what's your um, 
like your overarching goal or like what's the uh what's the strategy or is it just hey we're gonna go out there and have fun yeah i've i've actually been thinking about that a lot i think last year i'm trying to remember 20 i typically have like a set number of picks i will take on saturday uh in sunday like nfl college like it'll be like over like the over under uh favorite dog on the nfl mm-hmm. and then on college i'll probably take like five spreads and let's say three over unders i my goal is to stick to something like that i, I haven't decided exactly what but is it my goal is to stick to a precise um number of picks that i'm taking that keeps me grounded and level-headed and invested when I start doing what some people do, cowboy, not to name names, shotgun spreading it, which is fun. Me personally, when I shotgun spread a week, it is fun and it's exhilarating. Um, I lose years of my life, and I get <laughs> I get lost. I get you start chasing. Yeah, I start chasing it, and it uh-huh. just because I already know I've got so much out there. So I'm like, okay, well, let me live bet this. Let me do that, and I'm not gonna say I won't live bet. <laughs> Yeah. throughout the season that's it, it that's can, just gonna happen that can be a runaway train in a hurry yeah. um, when you start so, spreading it as thin as i do sometimes um my goal this year in a sense is so so here's what normally happens is week zero i go all out i squeeze it for all it's worth i milk a full week's worth of picks out of the smallest of slates because i'm like we're so back and then i'll end up going like three and nine what the hell is this? And then, then I'm like, but it's it's week one, so we got to do it all over again. I bring the same exact energy to it, and then I end up getting my ass kicked week one more times than not. And then week two, really weeks two through seven or eight, I kind of reel it in, and I'm like, okay, here my system plays. Here I'm gonna try to stay in that you know 15 or so range each week. But then by like week eight, nine, ten, as the season is it's kind of ramping up, and you're you know potential like you get all the storylines you get invested in this team's on a run or this team is struggling or i see the injuries or i i get bought into the hype or mm-hmm. i get bought into like fading teams too much and then i just become an excitable gambler and i'm just like by week 10 i'm just like f it throw it on the card let's book it yeah throw it yep yeah. and i end up sitting here i'm like i have 28 plays for the weekend don't ask yeah. me how i got there so yeah. I'm trying to reel that in a little bit. Okay, so you're try you're gonna try to do that. I'm gonna okay. try to reel it in a little okay. bit. Don't hold me to it. Or if I really spread it thin, don't. I don't want to just be like, yeah, it looked cool, so I picked it. I want to yeah. at least be like, no, there's. I actually have some indicators, or there's actually some some trend that says this is the this is a good play. Um, I'm I'm trying to be less excitable. Yeah. No. No guarantees. I- I will if tell I get, you, I was going to say, when you do a, like, you can, I mean, this, is gonna, this might sound silly, because math is math, and if you go 0-5, that's still not, that's still the same as going, not 0-5, mm-hmm. but let's say you go 1-5. Going 1-5 is the same of going 5-25. and 25. Like, it, the, the math is there. But so 5-25 and 25 is worse, actually, because you start doing the minus 110s. Oh, yeah. Things right. add up more. Okay, mm-hmm. that's true. Okay, well, then never mind, worse. right? Well, my thought, my logic is, I think in 2019, my best gambling season, I would do in college football, I would do five plays in college football. Yeah. And if I can go three and five, 
and I and they would start like stacking on each other like week after week. You got so three for five with good odds. A yeah, week over a week you're in a good spot. Yeah, I'm gonna really, get, and then occasionally a four and five. Never go five and five because it just no one doesn't happen. One time in 2018 we did that. Do you oh, remember? You, I do remember that. The act. It was <laughs> the actually six for six to hit that little pink slip parlay. Yeah, I was. Yeah. We were watching Nate. We were watching Georgia Tech had to cover against. Um, I thought it was uh, was a. I thought it was Aaron Rodgers. I thought we were watching the Packers. So that was the Sunday game. I remember Saturday night was to keep it alive. Was Georgia Tech had to cover late, and they did. Yeah. We're like, oh shit, we're alive. And we needed the Packers to cover the next day. They were like minus three and a half yeah. or some shit. And they I, won by my four. pick I was like, with that bet, we're getting off the rails here. Was Washington like minus two at Tampa Bay? And I think they won by like three or four points. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was by the slimmest of margins, but we hit a six legger, and I was like, "We did." Well, I've peaked, and uh, well, there's I'll just... I'll dig even deeper into that. Uh, hard times. I remember, like, I remember our our. It was Austin. He he got home from like turning in the ticket or whatever, and I was like, "Hey, bro, I don't I don't mean to sound like you know annoying, but I need that money, <laughs> like." The basement had just flooded. Reserves were low. I was like, I need, I need that. Whatever. You it was mean, like, 100. you mean my bedroom had just flooded? Your bedroom had just flooded. What was it like a hundred bucks? Was it, it was like a hundred dollars? Like I, yeah, I literally, it was a hundred dollars. Hundred dollars. Oh, hundred dollars is still important now. Someone give me a hundred dollars now. I'd be like, hell yes. That I can afford food like for like one meal weeks. out. This is great. Like, yeah. <laughs> I know. Now times have changed. That could have got me two weeks worth of groceries. Now like. Maybe like a third of groceries. That gives me like three packs of chicken. Like yeah, is what it feels like now. That's awesome. it ain't much. But. All right, well, let's reel it back in. Let's go ahead and <laughs> dive into futures. Um, also, one more thing: we technically don't have to take a break, which I'm okay with because it is a pain to find a sponsor. Nobody wants to sponsor us now. Or right, I guess our price got too high. That's fine. Supply and demand. Everyone 40, 000, has inflation right now. Forty thousand dollars an episode is what. We capped off that um, going rate. Um, let's start. Let's start in. Let's start out west. Pack twelve. Um, so we're for each conference. We are going to give who we think is going to be um, in the conference title game at the end of the year. Who our conference winner is, and who we think the most disappointing team is going to be from that conference. Who is either going to, and that can be this team really sucked. Like they were like. It can be a team that we thought was going to be bad, but they are worse than we thought. It could be a team that had a high win total projection and sucked. It can be a team that fell flat when it, they needed it the most. I mean, you can justify it a million ways, but just to give you something to play with there. But uh, we'll start out West. Um, who do you have in the pack? Whatever so, number they are now. Uh, yep, pack, pack 12, now soon to be pack uh, four. Well, hold on. Okay, time out. There is a bit of news I want to jump into really, really, really quick. Apparently, the ACC is now talking to Cal, Stanford, and SMU about joining, and they're going to take the scrap. They're going to take those scraps Mm. from the Pac-12. What about Oregon State and uh, Washington State? It's going to go to Mountain West, I guess. Screw it. That's so so sad. It it is sad. It it is remarkably sad. That is just depressing. Extremely stupid that the ACC would take Cal and, and Stanford. I don't like... I guess academically that's a fit, given what the ACC has already, sure, but wild to me. Um, yeah. That was a side note. I just thought that was a stupid – I'm not going to spend time talking about it because it's so stupid. 
I already spent no. two hours of my life last night watching a bunch of stupid people talk. So that you did. Yikes. You did. Well, Yikes. Some, okay. some of them had good points. Some of them, mm, yeah. some of them should just go home. She's Anyhow. a nice lady. She's a nice lady. <laughs> That's not even who I was talking about. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh God. Okay. Who do you have in the uh, Pac-12? Uh, Pac-12. So uh, shocker. I've got uh, uh, my. How do I spin this? Uh, my Trojans. Yep. I don't really know anything other than the football team for Trojans. Um, no, there's there's no other big brand name Trojan, right? There's no. That's okay, just I didn't think so. So yeah, I've got USC over. I've got USC over Oregon. Oh, okay. So they play November 11th this year. So you got them rematching a few weeks yeah. later. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't and USC, that. third time's a charm, for the love of God, that all is holy. <laughs> I mean, come on. Can we can we win a Pac-12 championship? And can we can we go and, like, make it to a playoff? Is this it? Caleb Williams, Lincoln Riley, uh, Bronny James, not associated with the football team, but attending the school. Yeah, uh-huh. There's... So you're going <laughs> um, with the so it's a vibes play. So yeah, USC, Oregon. I, I was gonna. I'm trying to go through disappointing teams. I, I'm gonna say UCLA. I think Chip Kelly. I think there's probably a lot of hype there. I don't still Some don't trust over in the backfield. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just. I okay. just think. I, I'm. I was looking for their win total over under. Um, it's eight and a half. Yeah, I mean, if disappointing is going under that, then. Eight and four, so seven and five. So the, so the path to disappointment for UCLA. Um, we got time to, to do, delve into this more, um, give give the folks more of a preview. So UCLA, let's say they they lose at Utah in week their fourth game, so it'd be week four. Um, so they start three and one, and you could say a loss at like Oregon State, you know, drop one to one of the Arizonas, lose at USC. I mean, you start flirting with yeah, you could have a four loss team there. Um, or if they drop one to Washington State, I mean, yeah, I could see where if the quarterback situation is less than what we expect, um, I can certainly see where that would be. Yeah, you, the, the road to eight and four, seven and five is there. Yeah, it'll be likely, but it certainly exists. It does. What's what's your uh, what's your Pac-12 play? Uh, I got Oregon versus Washington. Uh-huh. And I got Oregon winning the conference. Oh, I wonder who uh, that quarterback is. I wonder who that he, – he's the dark horse for the Heisman. Um, oh, I have that written down. Yeah. <laughs> he's having fun, guys. He's having fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, they play each other on October 14th this year. That game is in Eugene. No, I can't read. That game is at Washington. Derp. Um, games at Washington. I see where Oregon maybe drops that, I think. Washington maybe drops a game um, later in the year at like USC, but ultimately I think both teams are one loss each in conference and make their way back to the uh, title game to face each other again. Um, that being said, I think USC is going to be my most disappointing team this year. Oh, I don't think that right. defense is going to get fixed. All right. Well, I think, I think we got a hot, well, I think we're going to have a Heisman hangover. I think we're going to do the Lincoln Riley thing of like, oh, we're good, like we're flashy, but also we're just going to 
shit down our legs in the big games again because that's what I do. And that defense is going to let them down. They're going to make a change of D coordinator at some point, if not this year, at the end of the year. I see a realm where USC – sorry. Bless you. Bless Hello. you. What are we doing? Bless you. Sorry, had a had a guest join. Just wanted to sneeze on the show. Um, I could see where USC's defense, it just lets them down. And they have an oopsies game. I see where they can lose at Oregon. Um, I – I really see where maybe it's a kind of a, like I said, a Heisman hangover type um, season there. So does Lincoln Riley produce uh, another Arizona, Arizona Cardinals quarterback disappointment? Potentially. I think that's not outside their own possibility. Cardinals got awful this year, so they could be picking one again. uh, They Um, could. So that that's a rivalry. We are. I've got them as the Pac-12 winner. You've got them as the most disappointing team. Um, and disappointing in the sense of, you know, they're the favorite to win the conference. They're, uh, you know, everyone's looking at, oh, can they make the playoff? Is Lincoln really going to get back in the playoff? You know, you have a highest winning quarterback. Like the hype, like yeah. the hype is up here, and I think they're going to be a step below the hype. And I think that's that. Knows something's going to be disappointing with the talent on the roster on the defensive side or on the offensive side. The defensive side is. I mean, they just have to be average on defense, and I have questions that they can even do that. Yeah. So now I am traditionally a USC hater. I'll call it what it is. Yeah. That's where I'm at. You do hate you do hate those Trojans. I Not a big fan. Don't don't like them Trojans. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's go to the Big Twelve next. Big Twelve moving making east. a way across the country. So I'm gonna go spicy here. Get spicy with me here. I mean, I don't really have <laughs> talk dirty to me. I don't know. Be, I looked at the odds for everyone, and I was like, "Yeah, this is kind of just a not a wide open conference, but it's a, it's a little bit more." The Texas hype's always gonna be around Texas. Correct? What was that? Texas, Texas is the favorite, correct? Yeah, but it's not as much. It was like plus eight hundred or something like that. I have to go back and look again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna kind of follow what you pitched last week, maybe two weeks ago. I'm gonna say Texas Tech wins. The, that was my the conference. Oh, well, I got Texas Tech over Texas. Jerry Maguire, not his name, but he knows what's up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think any. Uh, I don't think a Big Twelve team makes it this year. I think they kind of beat each other up. I think Texas is still not back, but they do make it to that glorious Big Twelve championship game. And I, I don't know. I, I think Texas Tech maybe like a ten and two conference champion, and that's all they got. Welcome to the Cotton Bowl. I could see a world where you – so I'll I'll walk it just a step back. I could see like a 9-3 Texas Tech actually winning the conference, and then that yeah. just blows them up completely, right? Like, yeah. So I got Texas Tech, and I was originally I, – I threw out the idea of – yeah, screw it. Texas Tech, Kansas State. Oh, um, I, I did I did see Kansas State. They I thought about that too. So Kansas State has to go to Texas Tech and to Texas this year. But other than that, their schedule isn't too entirely tough. They get Baylor at home. They go to Kansas. They finish here with Iowa State. They get Houston at home. They get TCU at home. I mean, we're really discounting TCU here. I think TCU is going to be, again, 7, 5, 8, and 4 team. Um, we're really discounting them. Especially with Gary Patterson. But Kansas State's a tough team in a conference that traditionally has, in the last, at least recently, hasn't been a. They don't play tough football. 
so I'm going to ride that trend a little bit here. Uh, I'll take Texas Tech, Kansas State. I'll take Texas Tech to win the conference. They're kind of like my, they're kind of the darling pick. In some respects, kind of how TCU and Kansas State both were last year. A lot of people had uh, either one of those. Um, most disappointing, I'm going to go Oklahoma. I, I think the Venables experiment, experiment kind of implodes this year even further. Yeah, that was also my disappointing um, team for the conference. Okay, I said – I'm going to back up. I said Texas was like plus 800 there or not. That was something else I saw. I think that was like Quinn Ewers winning the Heisman maybe. <laughs> I, just, yeah, maybe. I don't know where I pulled plus Santa. They're they're even odds to win. Yeah, I'm about to say that sounds about right. Them being the favorite. Um, <laughs> we are getting the other straggling teams this year, which I thought was 24, but that is the 23 season. Uh, Houston, Cincinnati, BYU, right? UCF, and is that it? Yeah. Would you say yeah. BYU? Yeah, BYU, Cincinnati, yeah. Houston. Uh, maybe a, maybe a. No. Gus no. Malzahn? How no. does he fail? How, how does he fare in the UCF the schedule on paper? It's like, oh, that's not a, that's not hard. That's not super hard. It could be worse. But if you look at the travel, I think it sets up pretty poorly. So here's the run. Here's here's their schedule. Going through and through the whole thing. Just rack up the miles. You got Kent State to open. You go to Boise State. You're home for Villanova. You go to Kansas State. You're home for Baylor. You go back out to Kansas. You're off. Then you go to Oklahoma. You're home for West Virginia. You go to Cincinnati. You're home for Oklahoma State. You go to Texas Tech up in Lubbock. And then you're home for Houston. That sounds exhausting. That I'm exhausted just reading that. So That is a lot of back and forth. I can see where they get a couple oopsies games on the road where they might be even potentially favored or just slight underdogs, and it's just – yeah, it falls apart. Um, I can see where that's a possibility. Uh, but going back to Oklahoma, I can see where that maybe falls off the rails a little bit. Um, I can see where, you know, a loss versus Texas, you know, they go to Oklahoma State and struggle. They could struggle at BYU. They could struggle at Kansas even. Um, I can see where if Oklahoma's offense isn't clicking they have issues and if that defense doesn't improve um that that would just kind of compound the issues there i I know their win total is like eight and a half vegas is high on them yeah i'm i don't know if i officially gave the pick of an under there but i kind of lean under uh, on on their win total and texas missing the championship game i think is going to be one of those weird like tie break you're going to have a couple one or two lost teams up top and right. it's going to be like a weird tie-break situation by head-to-head matchup. Um, so that that's plausible, but I mean, it could just be it could just be Texas and Oklahoma at the end of the year. I can just put it in my juice box and suck it and just be completely wrong. So uh, yeah. that's very put possible. Fellow, Based on the talent on the field, that's possible. Another fellow Texas coach who will go unnamed the, does suck juice boxes. Interesting. Okay, we're on Texas Tech. Cool, cool, cool. Um, All right. Do you want to shift up to the Big Ten? Yeah, we'll go to the Big Ten. Go to the Big Ten. Let's go to the Big Ten. Um, Conference with divisions. Still still They do do have divisions. You have to think. You have to think about it. Um, So I am going to go – I'm going to go Michigan over Wisconsin. But – I, I I do need to I do need to confirm. Is Harbaugh suspended? 
for the four games? What's going uh, on there? They're, they they appealed, appealed the it. four, but now they're self-imposing a three. And uh, but is it is it next year or is it this year? Yep. It's this year. It's this year. And his suspension is going to be for the very tough matchups of Eastern Carolina, UNLV, and Bowling Green. Michigan self-imposes three-game ban for Jim Harbaugh. Okay, yep. So I still have Michigan uh, beating up on Wisconsin. I know the other side of that conference is just very weak. Uh, Wisconsin. I like to think they're going to be pretty good this year. Um, disappointing. School, let's say Ohio State. We are so head-to-head this year. God, I love this. I love the fact that we disagree on so much because that normally favors me, for being honest. Um, <laughs> I, I aside some from sarcasm. the George Alpin rivalry, uh, it normally favors me to when we disagree. Uh, okay, so that, so you're, you're taking Michigan to beat Wisconsin, Wisconsin and Ohio uh, State to be just your flop. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think what was the what was the old saying about Ryan Day? He he started on third. And yeah, he's born on third base and thought he hit a triple. Yeah, <laughs> let's just say Ryan's days are numbered. Okay, I'm gonna flip this. I okay. think flip it. I think Harbaugh is gonna is almost gonna be the essence of if you don't die the hero, you become the villain, right, or whatever the exact phrase is. I think I think he's dangerously into that territory now where they're going to so Michigan plays for lack of better terms a relatively soft schedule okay and yeah. when you play a soft schedule all year and you really condense it down to you have like a three game schedule all said and done you got to win at Michigan State win at Penn State beat Ohio State that's that's your schedule but when you're playing such a soft schedule leading up to that how like there's teams that play a, a super hard schedule get beat up and you don't have a chance to recover and you're not sometimes not your best in the big games but when you have a schedule to where you have tests early on if you can survive those tests you're better off for it it's a true what doesn't kill you makes you stronger i think i think that actually applies here so for that reason i'm taking ohio state over michigan in that on that side of the conference i got ohio okay. state coming out of the east Okay. Uh, I got Ohio State, Wisconsin, and I have Michigan being my disappointment because I see where Michigan kind of sleepwalks the first half of their schedule and just kind of pisses down their leg a little bit at the end. Uh, I see, I mean, I'll go and throw this now. I see a world where we maybe have a three-way tie up there. Um, I, I like Penn State a lot this year. I think Penn State beats Michigan this year in Happy Valley. Um, I'll take Ohio State to beat Michigan straight up this year. Um, and I think Michigan having a couple of tests earlier in the year, going like going to Notre Dame um, and playing Penn State, a little, you know, halfway through, I think that actually helps them. It's, you know, if you have a muscle that you never work, it gets weaker. I think that Michigan may finally be the, a victim of their schedule. Interesting. You Similar think... to like the last two years, though, when they finally put, faced like real competition later in the year, yes, they beat Ohio State, and then they crapped themselves against TCU, and they yeah. got bullied by Georgia. And it's like, okay, now you're on the field with someone, you know, you finally play another, not just one game with a team's comparable, you have to play another comparable team, incompetent team, and you can't do it. You, you I'm not sold on J.J. McCarthy either. I'm just not. Like, I think he's... He's good. I don't think he's this top ten quarterback. I 
I think he's just slightly above average, and he's been exposed a couple times now. I just, I'm not buying Michigan. I'm sorry, I'm just not. Let's hit the mic. It's a it's a rivalry. There's a there's a poster behind you that says miracles and rival rivalries, yes. and below it's a a team uh, a six and six teams logo. Oh, wow. oh, sorry, that was too much. Um, so here at my logic, <laughs> okay, you you don't think that back? I mean, making the playoffs. Two out of the, let's say no, but they made it last two years. Yeah, twenty one and twenty two. Time is weird. Um, you don't think that? I know Jim's like, I don't know where else he would go, but do you not think this is the final? Okay, Jim, at least win a playoff game this year. That's like what I'm I saying. think he's kind of like the the villain he sought to destroy. We're having the same conversations about Ryan Day of like he can't get over the hump, but like when Michigan gets to the playoff, it's like. You get the piss beat out of you. It's yeah. kind of like what we say about Oklahoma in a sense, right? It's you look yeah. like world beaters in the regular season. You maybe drop one game, and then you know, yeah, you won your conference. But well, when you yeah. have a top five team on paper, yeah, we're not. You're not finishing the job though. And I, I see your logic, but uh, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna ride with khakis. He's that's the, fine. Uh, that's fine. He's, and look, I, I hate Ohio State. I personally hate them. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. But I'm looking at this now. I'm not willing to pull the trigger and just say, hey, Penn State is is back. I really think Drew Aller's going to be great. I I think he's going to be an upgraded quarterback, and I really like Penn State's defense. I I mean, Penn State is – if they are – if we get to November and it's like, hey, Penn State's in playoff contention because, you know, they – you know, they pulled an upset over Michigan and – you know, they're looking at potential tiebreak. That wouldn't shock me. That wouldn't shock me if we are on November 11th looking at three-way tiebreakers. Like, that wouldn't shock me. Um, but I'm, I'm going to take Ohio State on that side. I'm going to take Wisconsin um, out of the West. I have a pretty lackluster West, I'll say. I, I'm not super – Nebraska will be good to make a bowl. Northwestern's a dumpster fire. Illinois is solid. I'm not as high on Iowa. Um, Purdue is going to be scraping for a bowl. Um, yeah, I'll ride with Wisconsin there. And like I said, disappointing teams going to be Michigan. So feel free to at me. Come come into the year at me. Tell me how stupid a- Adam, this is. Adam. We're going to revisit this. We yeah, we will. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. All right, moving on. Let's, let's uh, do ACC. Then we'll wrap up with SEC. Then we'll go into the uh, playoffs. So ACC. I, we're probably on the same here because you you hyped me up, and then I looked a little bit into it myself. I got Florida State coming out of the ACC. I yeah. haven't I haven't beaten North Carolina. I don't think I think Clemson doesn't even show up. I don't think Clemson's involved in the, in the uh, championship game. I think. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, and I think Clemson's wow. the disappointing team. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So I, I mean, I have Florida State, Clemson in the in the championship. Um, your your time is up, Dabo. Your time is up. I mean, <laughs> I mean, oh, like he's fired. he's got his eyes set on Tuscaloosa. Are you kidding oh, me? Abs- absolutely, he does. He's but- got his eyes set somewhere else. Now, I will say, Clemson's changes on offense, and and I think Klubnik in the new system. I think, I think that offense can be back. I think we're looking at a. Probably an 11 1, 10 and 2 type team. I think we're going to have a good Clemson team. Uh, do I think it's national title Clemson? Probably not. I think we're shy of that. 
but I'll take Clemson, Florida State as the match. I'm going to take Florida State uh, over Clemson. And it wouldn't shock me if Clemson beats Florida State in September. And because that game is in the yeah. fake Death Valley, it wouldn't surprise me that if FSU drops that game, but then rematch, you know, end of this year, it's it's Florida State on top. And I have a one loss or two loss Florida State team as ACC champions. That wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah. Uh, disappointing team. Oh, boy. I got a couple I can make a case for here because the Virginians are just going to suck. I know they're going to suck. That wouldn't disappoint me because, again, they're going to suck. Yeah. Uh, Miami? So I'm between Miami and North Carolina, actually, because yeah. I am selling as, – as hard as I'm selling USC's defense, I think I'm selling North Carolina's defense even more. I have zero faith in whatever the hell Chizik is doing up there. Uh, that being said, I think disappointing I'm going to take Miami. I think I can see a world where they drop that A&M game early. They lose it like North Carolina. They lose to Clemson. They lose at NC State. They lose at Florida State. And they are just licking their wounds by the end of the year. And it's we're sitting here at the end, you know, this end of the season. And Cristobal, we're kind of like, okay, what's the next step? Because... We thought this was going to be your guy. Y'all said this was your guy. He said this is his home for him. What are we doing? I can see a world where Miami, if the offense doesn't click and the offense struggles similar to last year and the new system doesn't get off the ground early, there could be a lot of question marks there. And all that being said, I mean, Miami very easily could – could shock me and really, you know, be in contention late. But I'm going to right now on the surface, sitting here on August 24th, Miami will be my disappointing team compared to like the hype of, you know, Miami kind of gets put in the category Texas is in sometimes of like, are they back? Are they back? Yeah. I don't think either one of them's really back. <clears throat> no. Nope. Well, I was trying to pull the Miami win total over under uh, for the season. I'm seeing seven and a half, like, which is. So relative to that number, then I guess they wouldn't be a major disappointment, right? Like, I guess, I guess where I'm thinking the hype lies is, is higher than that. Um, Louisville's kind of this darling pick this year with Brom coming home. Yeah. Louisville's a darling pick, but looking at their schedule, Louisville should hit that win total. So you yeah, can't say they're disappointing if they hit their win total over, right? I mean, they start the year at Georgia Tech, Murray State, Indiana, Boston College. So we're going to have a 4-0 Louisville team going to NC State. They'll probably win two of the three at NC State, Notre Dame at Pitt. But they finish the year Duke, Virginia Tech, Virginia at Miami, Kentucky. So you take three wins there, you take two in the middle, four up front. Like, that's something. Their over-under win totals eight. So, I mean, that's... Eight on the nose sounds about right for them. So, they're a darling pick in some. I guess you can kind of – some people yeah. are putting them in dark horse category. I'm not there yet. Um, the ACC has a handful of bad teams, though. I mean, Duke's not going to replicate what they did last year. There's no way. Boston College, I think, is a fringe bowl team uh, going down the list here. We know what Pitt is. They're not going to wow you. They'll probably disappoint you at some point. But I think Miami has potential to be more disappointing as a whole. Yeah. 
but yeah, that's that's the ACC for me. So I got we both got Florida State coming out of the what is soon to be the All Coast Conference. All Coast Conference. It's the uh, Atlantic and and Pacific. Just yeah, the add Hawaii. Screw it. Like let's, just call them call them the pack. Let's double Pacific down. Atlantic Coastal Conference. All right. Well, let's let's head down to the Southeastern Conference. Oh boy! And let's go ahead and just this chalk it up. Well, let's just go ahead and chalk it up. Uh, so, of course, I have Georgia. Yeah, That's Georgia's my pick out of the East. That's no surprise there. I'm going to take Georgia, even with their goofy ass looking quarterback. I'll take Georgia. Something about like. Did you see the fade? These, Did you see the fade? Jesus Christ! Something about y'all's goofy-ass quarterbacks, and they end up delivering. So he, I he guess that a, makes sense. He did a fade uh, to mimic uh, Stetson, and I, it wasn't great. Um, so I've got Georgia, obviously coming out of the East. Uh, I'm on. I got LSU. I got LSU coming out of the West. I I think I know, and I we'll we'll get into how it plays out with Alabama later on. But I think. Brian Kelly, I mean, you look back at the history of LSU coaches, the the timeline is short on producing. Um, mm-hmm. So I just think you got to do something now. I know it's kind of silly because he – I mean, he he, last like, year. I mean – Yeah. I mean, but, like, do something, do something, which is lose to Georgia again in the SEC championship. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, that's pretty much what it is. I, yeah, okay, but uh, uh, I mean, that keeps him his job at least. And then disappointing team. I mean, I'm not eight and four say. keeps him his job. I mean, the recruiting class they have coming in, eight and four keeps him his job. He's yeah, not in uh, Jimbo territory. Yeah, he's far from it. He over he way overproduced last year for what they were expected. Yeah, I would say my disappointing team. I know they're one total under over under. I'd have to go pull it up and see. I, I feel like there's still a lot of hype around South Carolina. Is there still a lot of hype around South Carolina? Yeah, I just feel the, like the hype, the hype train in that like, Columbia is is off I the like rails. Beamer, I like Shane Beamer. I think he's a, a decent. He's better than God they've had since Spurrier. I mean, the he's the best that they are, will probably get. There's a story I want to tell you about South Carolina coaching jobs once we finish this, but. Yeah, I just this that's gonna be the disappointing East school this year. I I, I, I don't know. I, I again I need to go look at the over under, but I just feel like let's see South Carolina. Okay, total so South Car- yeah, it's six and a half because I have the over. I have a seven five South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, I'm maybe on the over. I'm not buying the hype. Like if you talk to a South Carolina fan right now, they are talking about how. They have upset potential, and, and they're going to get at least, you know, one or two of the big teams on their schedule in Georgia, Tennessee, Clemson. So, I mean, they are they are trying to eye nine and three. You're I'll not, go ahead. Yeah, if it's nine and three, that's the expectation, then very disappointing. Well, but I'll go ahead and just no, say The Vegas I, expectation is seven and five or six and six. Yeah, I Delusional, see. Delusional, excessively drunk Gamecock fans who try to fight everyone after each game. Their expectations nine and three, and again they can suck it. I, I just I have there's no love lost between me and South Carolina. For the sake of of the picks, yes, I had them over, but I do not give a rip anything about 
that town, me, that's cool. Let me tell you, and you probably know this. I saw this on TikTok a couple weeks ago, maybe like last week. About and I did not know this about how Kirby Smart was going to go to South Carolina in in sixteen. Did you know that they offered him the job, and the Georgia athletic department got wind of it, and they said, "Oh hell no!" They fired Rick, and then offered him the job. Yeah, because I know Auburn was in the running at one point also. Uh, like to get I, I had similar no, similar situation. Yeah, I had no idea. I I could see Auburn, but. Um, Auburn was close to hiring him. It was it was potential. It was yeah. That was, was that, that was a close, but Falzon was was that. Dirt, like, so there was a couple times <laughs> they okay. tried to get Kirby. Uh, that's that's a story for a different. There, there's a lot lot there because yeah. you know Auburn and coaching hires nothing's ever simple. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was interesting that nothing the, the athletic simple. department of. Whatever the I know he's probably yeah. changed by now, but they, they got wind of it. They said, "Okay, mm-hmm. Mark, you, you're we're done with the nine and three, ten and two. See you later. Let's, let's bring in let's bring in Daddy." Mark Smart. had a didn't Mark have a seven five or eight and four sprinkled in there too? Like, uh, we don't talk about those. We he don't got, talk about that. Okay, he got fired. He they went ten and two the year he got fired in in 2015 that season. I'm pretty sure they went 10 and 2 because I remember getting that notification in 2015. I was at a Falcons game. It was very weird. And I was like, what are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing? Te- we're technically we're being the smart. year they fired. So the year they fired Gus out of Auburn was he went six and four in the all SEC schedule. But if you break the schedule down, two of the games got added or the ones that he lost. So really you're looking at six and two, add probably three non con wins to that. And ultimately, it's it's not a stretch at all to say did he get fired that was like during, a nine and three team. Did he get fired during the COVID year? Yeah, he got fired at the six and four COVID year. That's just that's just disappointing. Yeah, we said, oh, COVID. What's that? Here's twenty million. Jeez, I didn't know that. So, I, yeah, I knew that, but I, now I'm looking back and I'm like, that's kind of yeah. Sick. That's that's what happened. Yeah. All right, well, so, go ahead and give me your SEC. We're, yeah, we're running. Sorry, we got on here. a tangent there about coaching yeah. carousel. Uh, okay, so. Georgia out of the East, that's almost a foregone conclusion. Just because Tennessee is going to be streaky this year, I I can just feel it. There's going to be times where I'm like, man, Tennessee is great. And then I'm going to be like, oh, my God, Tennessee sucks. And they're going to do the Tennessee thing where they – they just don't know what they want to be at times. I I see like a 9-3 Tennessee. That being said, you probably have an 11, 1, 12, and 0 Georgia. So I'm comfortable, confident, and it's it's heavy chalk to take Georgia out of the East. That's not really great, you know, analysis. But what else can you say? I, there's chalk. nothing. Else. I can't say anything else about that. I mean, I can't even be provocative and take a different pick there. That's just what it is. Take Vandy. Yeah, that's yeah, in their construction zone stadium of twenty thousand right now. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's, that's what's going, up with that. It's going What's up with poorly. that? Yeah. All right, who's your so, who's your West? It's Bama. Oh, it's Bama, and for the reasons of any time Nick Saban has not been picked to win the West, he's won the West. Just it it just is what it is, and I am not buying. You're not buying South Carolina's hype. I am not buying LSU's hype. I am okay. not. That's fair. I, I'm well, sorry. 
It's not. Let me give me your disappointing team, and then let me segue into my college football playoff because I've got an interesting. Well, I don't want to call it interesting, but who's your disappointing SEC team? Is LSU. it is it bad for me? No, because LSU is not going to be disappointing. In the fact by national standards, you can call LSU disappointing if they go nine and three this year, right? Like you can you can say that. But by SEC West standards, that's not disappointing. That's just yeah. SEC West chaos. That just means one of the lower tier teams this year jumped up and got them. They lost to Bama, and it's like, okay, the, what? Why are we disappointed? That's you know, very much kind of down the middle. Standard. Of the play. That, yeah. that, that just happens. That's what we've known the last 10, 15 years. So I'm not going to take LSU there. It would be picking on A and M to take them as the disappointment because. Anywhere from ten and two to five and sevens on the table, I don't. I'm not comfortable calling my disappointment. Arkansas isn't gonna. I mean, they're a six and six, seven and five team. The slew of the. It's not gonna be a West team. Just looking at schedules and, and outliers. I'm not gonna take South Carolina because I need them to hit their win total over. I'm not even gonna say Tennessee because I know what to expect from them being streaky. So that really leaves me Kentucky or Florida. And I don't know that it should be disappointing if a team with a win total of five and a half or six goes under. But I'm going to take Florida as my disappointment. I, I really am. I think they're in for a rough year and a rude awakening with what they actually have on that team. I really think I'm looking at a six and six or five and seven team. And yeah. I'm taking their win total exactly six. I took their I took it around the nose. Uh, and six and six with Florida in the second year of Napier and what they think they're doing in recruiting. Also watching, you know, Tennessee, South Carolina, and, and obviously Georgia way ahead of them. That, that's got to be a disheartening position to have, knowing that, hey, we are right here with Kentucky or below them. That's got to be pretty damn disappointing. I'm going to take Florida as my disappointment team of the SEC this year. I, I'm i on you with that. So I, I was hanging out with some random people last weekend. One of them was a Florida alum. We I, he was wearing like Florida gear, yeah. and we just chatted. He was so confident, Nick. He was so confident. They believe they're eight and four, nine and three this year, and they he can went get Tennessee through. and Kentucky, and no way in hell. I had no way. They go to LSU, and they go to Missouri. They're at South Carolina. They're at Kentucky. I think all four of those are probably losses. Yeah, I agree. I had to sit there and give the political nod. Oh yeah. I, he he literally spelled it out that eight and four, nine and three, and then this was the stepping nope. year, and then next year they're competitive with Georgia in the East, and it's going to be either them or Georgia. I was like, I was like brother, I was like brother. I I mean I, <laughs> okay, you know if 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 that's what you think, but it Look, was yeah. As an Auburn fan, we are conditioned to drink the Kool Aid. I'm a Kool Aid drinker. Everyone makes an Auburn. But you're realistic. Cool. But I understand a seven yeah. and five year for Auburn is on the table. Six and six is there too. A bowl game I'll be happy with. I, yeah. I'm not sitting here saying, yeah, we're going to jump up and get some folks this year, and we're looking at nine and three. Th- that's crap. That's not going to happen. So for Florida fans to have that anticipation, you're going to go to Utah and lose. You'll beat McNeese. You'll lose to Tennessee. You'll beat Charlotte. You'll lose at Kentucky. You'll beat Vanderbilt, and you'll lose at South Carolina. You are three and four heading into your bye week. And then you still have to play Georgia, Arkansas, at LSU, at Missouri, and Florida State. Are you shitting me? <laughs> yeah, that, 
Well, they might be in not make a bowl game territory. They're over under Wintel's five and a half. Yeah. Like Vegas yeah. knows thing or two. There's a reason there's very big buildings in the middle of a desert. They yeah. know these things. Yeah. I I agree with you. I'd say that's probably on my second the second number two on disappointing. Well, let's segue into college football playoffs. Um, so I've got my four and I picked a natty uh matchup as well. So I'll go I'll start with four. I've got Alabama number four in the college football playoff. I think you get another weird year. The college football playoff I'm excited for the expansion because we're getting the same. I mean, it's almost like, you know, we've been doing this since 14, so 10 years of the same, same stuff. You're going to get another situation where you have a one-loss Alabama and you have a a messy ACC, a messy Big 12. Um, They get in. They don't have to play in the SEC championship Georgia wins against LSU. I, I see Alabama still getting getting in. Uh, I've got USC at three. Welcome to the show. Mm. I know you're probably not on that. Uh, Michigan at two and Georgia at one. Uh, national championship, I've got Georgia, Michigan. And I've got three, count them, three national championships for uh, – are you writing this down? No, I'm writing down my picks because I'm oh, trying shit. to workshop my ideas. <laughs> So, yeah, that's um, – and I'm happy as a Georgia alum. I think it's fantastic. But I, I, I'm, I'm excited for the expansion to bring in new teams because, I mean, for the past decade, you've had Alabama. For the past decade. We've, we've had Michigan come out in the last three or four years, which has been nice. But it is starting to get repetitive. Mm-hmm. I'm, I will always be happy with Georgia in that slot. I added USC for Spice. Because I really, I, I don't want to see Clemson. I don't want to see. It'd be, I guess, it'd be kind of cool if we saw Florida State come back, but that that's a lot to ask. This Florida ACC State school. is so night and day different than yeah. the Jimbo Jameis BS. Though. Yeah, it, I'd be so, okay with that. It, it, yeah, I'd be, it'd be cool, but I just, it's, a, I think it's a long shot, and then anything out of the Big Twelve. You know, if we both got Texas Tech winning the Big 12 at 9-3, and three, what's left out of that conference Nothing. to make it jump into the playoffs? There's not Nothing. anything. So that's why I think you end up with a two-SEC two school uh, college football playoff. And this will be the last year of everybody complaining about, oh, it's so heavy. And you know what? Even when we expand, those extra schools are still going to get run through, and you're probably still going to mm-hmm. end up with the same four. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So expansion's a double-edged sword here where you're going to get done with the same. So it and the playoffs history has not been the same four teams in a year, but it has been a pool of about seven that you've pulled from overall. It's been Bama, Clemson, Georgia, um, Ohio State, Michigan, Oklahoma. uh, Oklahoma, you've had or you had a couple Pac-12 teams. um, Yeah, you've had like Oregon in there. So yeah, I get what you're saying, but it's well, not cool like th- basketball where everyone thinks the playoff is going to be like March Madness and that you're going to have this yeah. darling team that makes it as like the 10 seed um, out of a 12-team field that can make a run. And that's just not possible because I, – I shouldn't say it's not possible, but it's far less likely because in basketball, right, it's – you got five guys on the court. If you're if you're, one of your guards gets hot from deep – 
and just starts shooting 60%, shoots the lights out, and can carry a team for a game or two and make that Sweet 16 run, that's very different than, yeah, you have a hot quarterback, but you got 20 other guys on the field. Yeah, There's so much more variable that's... I'm not saying it, it's not going to happen. I'm yeah. just saying you need a lot more to go right to make that happen. Well, the spice of adding the at the at these schools in like that first round, which I love, I, I think I that's that so ranking. cool. Oh, that that's is. so cool. I it, almost hope that mm-hmm. Georgia falls off a little bit so we can host a playoff game. <laughs> I know that sounds silly, but I'm how curious cool how they set be? up. I'm curious how they're going to set up the schedule, like when they because they're going to have to redo it now. Now yeah. that the Big Ten and SEC have consolidated so much power, they're going to want more guaranteed bids. They're going to want more guaranteed slots. Is what's yeah. going to happen. Yeah, um, that'll be an off-season discussion, though. That's we're we're in yeah. this football season. Next season yeah. can wait. That being said, so you have Bama backdooring their way in. Mm-hmm. You have a two SEC setup with Bama backdooring their way in, not playing in the conference championship, but being a one-loss team. Correct. Correct. Okay. I have that for Penn State. Oh. So I'm taking Georgia, Ohio State, Florida State, Penn State. Let's – I mean, I would be okay with that. The back two – the the last two of those – I would be – that would be a cool I, I have the I have Penn State backdooring their way in. I have Penn State slash Alabama in that spot yeah. of backdooring in. Um, one or the other. I'll, I'll say for that the looks- show, Penn State. That's almost as weird as uh, was it Pollock's uh, pit in Texas A and M Final Four. Pick yeah, or- that was oh my god. That's <laughs> probably why he got fired. Um, <laughs> that's that probably why he that got was fired. a bad joke. But yes, that was, uh, that was the, well. No, I'm saying your picks are. I, there's logic to yours. There wasn't any to his. But in terms of how it looks on a um, a graphic, I mean, cool. if I, I like if it. I am going to say, well, hey, there's a world where we have a three way tie up top, and we have Penn State, Michigan, Ohio State tied up there, right? And let's say Ohio State goes and, you know, they dominate the Big Ten championship game. But now, okay, who is your four or five seed fringe team right here? Well, looking at strength of schedule alone, I'm going to – like Penn State schedule isn't much harder than Michigan's, but it's enough to where you can justify them as a one-loss playoff team. Michigan, if they lose one of their three games and their – essentially their three-game schedule – they don't have the backing of a strength of schedule to really give you much to work with. And that's what I'm saying. I think yeah. the super soft schedule screws them this year. Yeah. I, that I think that's in the, I could, it always is in the realm of possibility, but I think it's a better chance than people are giving it. Yeah. So yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll throw Penn state in there. I'll throw that wrinkle Penn state, Ohio state. And this will be, they'll kind of be more of an FU to Michigan. Like, yeah, yeah, you fumbled it twice, you know, last two years in the playoff, and now you got to watch two teams from your division in there. Yeah, that would but be painful. <laughs> that would be painful. painful. That's basically the hell I live in. So uh, that is your hell. That's, that is that's the hell I year. exist within. So <laughs> it, that is interesting. Well, who's your who? Who do you want to give a matchup? No, um, I'm not even going to give a matchup because no. Does it hurt too much? Is that like when um, when they say Baltimore around Harry Potter and his scar hurts? Yeah, no, I'm just I'm not gonna say I, I'm I'm not gonna say that the team and that's bre- located in Athens is gonna repeat. I'm not gonna do that. And and bred bulldog name Uga. 
Did it hurt? Did it hurt? <laughs> did it, did, did, does your forehead hurt? <laughs> Give me an aneurysm. He is a, he is a bro. All right, let's, let's do. Who's your Heisman? Who's yeah, your Heisman? there we go, Heisman. I've got. I'm gonna give you two. I'm gonna give you the favorite, which I will take. No, I'm not gonna take him. Hold on, I'll give you my dark horse because it's plus two thousand odds, and you consider that a dark horse if you want. I'm taking Bo Nix as my. I'm gonna put a unit on it, but it's plus two thousand odds. Like I'm not gonna not take that, but he's not my favorite. I do not want him to be my number one. I was gonna take Caleb Williams, but I completely changed my mind. He's not. He's not gonna win the Heisman again. That's just, that's not gonna happen. This um, Bryce Young still got eligibility. I'm just kidding. Uh, you know what was crazy? Uh, Carson Beck was on. <laughs> mm. Yeah, he was. He was actually kind of far up there, and for some reason, I can't pull up. Uh, Maybe because I'm not logged in. I don't know why I can't pull up the Heisman odds I did earlier. So who you have? Who who, who do you got? So I, I'm going through this, and I have three names that I'm, I'm floating, and I'd imagine they're all. I, I don't have the odds right in front of me, so when you get them in front, please let me know. Um, really, there's four names. I, I'm going to disqualify one though, because Heisman is typically on a team that's super successful. So, for that reason, I'm not taking Quinn Ewers. I don't see Texas having the year people are expecting. They're not back. That kind of is going to disqualify him, I think, even if he has a solid year. Or, or I should say, a great year. Drake May is interesting because the ceiling for North Carolina isn't national title, but he very well could put the team on his back and get them the 9 or 10 wins. And that can be impressive enough to get him in New York. That wouldn't shock me. If Florida State's for real, that means Jordan Travis goes nuts all year. So Jordan Travis I would have as a finalist. Um, sorry, I have two quarterbacks there. And then I'm gonna, if, if my picks hold up and I'm seeing it somewhat clearly, if Oregon's in that title game, that means Bo Nix went off this year. Give me Bo Nix finalist as well. And... Also, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take Marvin Harrison from Ohio State. He's actually yeah. – Marvin Harrison going to be my pick. If, if Ohio State goes nuts, if they are an 11-1 or an undefeated team, they win that division. Marvin Harrison, we already know, is going to be a top-five draft pick more than likely next year. It would be crazy if he isn't. It, we've seen receiver – I mean, not so long ago, Devonta Smith won Heisman. Wouldn't be surprising if, if the top receiver on a top offense wins Heisman. But those are going to be my four finalists, I think. Um, which notably, not no SEC on that list, which is kind of crazy. I don't think it's super crazy though, because I mean, just looking at the starting quarterbacks, you can make a, if LSU's for real, and let's say they go beat Alabama and they're a for real team in the West. Like, yeah, Jaden Daniels is there. Like that can be. You can make a strong case there. I don't see an Alabama quarterback being in conversation. Uh, Joe Milton it, on a nine and three Tennessee is not going to win a Heisman. I don't see Carson Beck winning a Heisman. Who's the, who's the Alabama? Is it Ty Simpson? Is that the Alabama? Uh, my, last I heard, it was looking like Milrow. Yeah, uh, they've had a battle all. Oh, I'll give you three. I'm not going to take Caleb Williams again. I, I'll do Bo Nix, um, JJ McCarthy, and let me oh. like, throw on something. Yeah, I'm taking JJ McCarthy. Oh, 
Yeah. Uh, my third, just for shits and gigs, this is even darker of a horse, Brock Bowers. He's plus 5,500. He's in this top little area of, of odd picks. Okay. I mean, he's... So let's say, let's say Georgia goes undefeated and their offense is better than we think. It's going to be because Brock Bowers is the star of the show there. Yeah, absolutely. It's not going to be Carson Beck. It's going to be Brock Bowers. Brock Bowers has better odds to win the Heisman than Cam Rising. I think that's pretty impressive. I mean, I know... Rising might be... I don't know that he's playing the first week, though. Um, But... I don't know. I I just think that's impressive that a tight end has better Heisman odds than Utah. Utah? Utah's quarterback? Yep. All right. We've got to get to week zero picks all right, this let's is going, this is going long. This is but hey, football's back. We're talking a lot about this season. We're not doing this yeah. preview. This you know off season crap. We're having fun. So yeah. we're having fun. We're a dark horse for the Heisman too. Um, I've got these four picks. picks. Give me your four first. All right, I'm just gonna run through, and I'll see if we agree on any of them. I've got Navy plus twenty and a half. Christ, I'm head to head with you already. Ooh, it's a rivalry. <laughs> Yeah, give me the give me the twenty points. I have the Fighting Irish in Ireland. Why the hell am I not taking Notre Dame? Well, last time uh, a corn team played in Ireland, I didn't work out too well, did it? I mean, the the Navy does have a good history of working the Channel in the Atlantic. I guess I don't know. I'm trying to make a history reference there. Continue. <laughs> I got Vandy minus seventeen and a half against Hawaii. Yes. I mean, they're they're in Vandy. That stadium is not completely. I'll take. No, I'm laying the points with Vanderbilt as well. Yeah, seventeen and a half. Um, USC minus thirty and a half against San Jose State. I'll go ahead and also add on that under sixty six and a half. Oh, that scares the hell. USC scares the hell out of me for one reason only. Their defense. They're going to jump up early. I have. No, I have no reason to not believe that they are. I just use a double negative. I fully have no believe, reason not to believe. Yeah, that's okay. Ooh, sounds like I should have been on the stage Ooh. last night. Uh, so I fully believe USC is going to jump out early. I think they're going to dominate that first half, jump out early, put some points on the board, and then I see a world where they're pulling Caleb Williams by mid third quarter. And mm. you know what happens then? Backdoor city. We are, and with that number, what what number did you get on that? Sixty six and a half. What what's the spread? What spread did you get? Oh, 30 and a half. So I think so. That line's moved then, because last I saw was thirty two, and plus thirty two is a lot different than minus thirty and a half because that thirty one number land that's a football number and. Mm. Mm. So I got, I have, man, that's tough. Depending on which number, we'll kind of air which side you land on, I guess. Uh, San Jose plus 32 or USC minus 30. I, I can see where 31 is the number. I really do. Um, again, reason there's big buildings in the desert. Is is that everything you have? That's everything I've got. I'm pretty confident. Um, who knows? I did go, I think I went like seven and one last year during uh week zero so oh, yeah you beat me week zero last year i yeah are we, we did, are like, we gonna keep up with percentages yeah we can this year oh, let's do that because i think we did that last year but we did not do that last year because i got ugly at one point oh it, yeah it was not good yeah, <laughs> well i, I was far off mind. 
Yeah, I was firing off live. I, I don't know. I'm going to keep that's part of my goal is keep it up with the. I'll, I'll give actual breakdowns each week. Yeah. We'll, we'll come back each week. We'll open the show with here's how we did last week. So, you know, OK, we're fading these guys right now. <laughs> that that okay. is that Ooh. could help. All right. What you got? Okay, boy, week zero, lots of lots of matchups, huh? Seven games, seven seven games, I think. Okay, I have Notre Dame laying the points, twenty and a half. I'm taking the Irish in Ireland. Like I said, there's just I have questions on if Navy is actually going to score at all, especially in the first half. And for that reason, I have the I have the under twenty five and a half first half of that football game. I could see where this is a slow starter. Notre Dame pulls away third quarter because the talent gap is just too much. Uh, Jacksonville State, it's their first game, FBS level. They're, they've jumped up, and it's a conference game at that. I have Jacksonville State plus the one at home, and I have over 53 in that game. Who are they playing? They are playing uh, UTEP. So... Hot game early in the year. I'm going to fade defenses uh, in, in super hot weather like that. Defense is going to get worn out. I'm going to take an over 53.5 in that game as well. So Jacksonville State spread and over. Um, we have Ohio at San Diego State. San Diego State has had a very interesting offseason of are they coming? Are they going? What's happening here? I like what Ohio has coming back, especially the offensive line. I'll take Ohio plus the three on the road. And I'll sprinkle money line plus one twenty for them to win outright at San Diego State. Uh, moving along, we've got new uh, new mass UMass at New Mexico State. I'm taking New Mexico State minus the seven at home. UMass legitimately is probably the worst team in Division One. Like th- that's not crazy to say. I think they are the worst team. Go ahead and ship them across the country in a very very hot environment week week zero. <laughs> Yeah, I'll fade that every day of the week. They always play. Yeah, they always they always play. Don't they usually play UConn? You you come Yeah, something like that. Um, I don't I don't have their schedule put up in front of me, but I know they're gonna get wore out there, and then they're gonna get blistered in week one against Auburn. So there's that. Um, so yeah, also I'm taking under 45 in that game. Uh, Jerry Kill's gonna try to run the ball for 300 yards with New Mexico State this game. And that just this has like thirty to seven written all over it, all over it. Um, we said Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt laying the points, hundred percent on that. Um, USC, I don't have a full game pick here, but I have the USC Trojans to go over twenty five and a half first half. Um, okay. So jumping out early, throw some touchdowns on the board, Four touchdowns. get up to a big, get up to a big first half lead and that's where that that's where i think the backdoor cover comes into play late though i'm not picking it because i'm kind of afraid of that but i'll take the over uh team total over first half uh let's see then we have i mean this is just a deep cut pick of i have louisiana tech lane 11 against fiu at home and i have over 58 in that game another hot environment early in the season i'll take over as well so um, those are my picks for week zero, and I have milked it for all it's worth. I mean, I think I'm getting a lot of action out of just seven games. So that is where I am landing for week that zero. That is a lot of action for seven games. I'm going to go ahead and add one more 
<laughs> okay. And just make it five. I'm going to ride with you on the um, Jacksonville State. Over. 54. I see that being a fun environment for them. Their first game up in CUSA. And it being a conference game at that, at home, start the year. I see that being a very exciting environment for them. I'll, I'll take them to win the game. Jacksonville State, yeah. I won't th- I'll just take the over, just to add another over, because I don't have a lot. Mm. I only have two. That would be my second. Yeah, so I've got five. Five picks. Yeah, I've got 12 picks. Um, my, my card says 13, because I already have a week one pick on here, so it's throwing my numbers off. But... Week zero, 12 picks. So that is where I land. So that is the preview for conference predictions. That is the preview for playoff in Heisman. And that is week zero. And we are in it. After this week, we are in it. Next week, you're going to be reviewing week zero. It's going to be some NFL preview, division winners, Super Bowl picks, and week one. So we are here. We have arrived. And it is hotter than hell here right now. So I am ready to get in the fall. <laughs> it is index hot. of 105. I want to die. It's yeah, it's, 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 it, has, it hasn't been fun. It's, it's been brutal. It, yeah. it has been a brutal week here in the middle of nowhere, South Georgia. But football's here. So I'm good. I'm happy. Got anything back. else you want to add, pilot, before you crash the plane on land? Before I crash the plane, I think I'm good, uh, Big Diddy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even read it. Big Daddy Sweet something. <laughs> hey, I hope that's, this all that's recorded. That's nickname this year. I hope this all recorded. Yep. Fingers crossed. We'll, if uh, not, we just had a good conversation. Yeah, well, we will be back next week for week one. We'll see how week zero plays out. Looking forward to it. All right. See everyone next week. See you, Pilot. Woo!